Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results strategist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number, number 366. 366. Yeah, As we officially have one more than enough to give you a podcast for every day of the year. Every single day of the year. It sounds like pure joy to me. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like to you. Uh, in one thirty, wait, it's it, it's one every day, skipping one thirty, and two eighty, and two eighty. So yeah. we need one more, and then we'll be good. As always, we do have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is. Be socially active on the platforms where your target clients are active. Look, if you're going to spend time on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever your social platform is, choose the one where your clients are actually sharing content, engaging in content, commenting on content, liking things. That's where you want to be putting your social activity the most, where your clients are active. Subscribe and follow, please. As always, please remember, Chuck and I, we're here filming in Houston, and we are your friendly local neighborhood top top position snatchers. And our mantra is, do not be a douche. Don't be a douche. It is a bad look. We have agreed. We had a meeting about it. We discussed it. We passed it around the team, and we decided it is not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good look. Hey, uh, we've got an article today. Got a great article today from Jeremy uh, Gottlieb oh. and the good folks over at Moz. Moz article today. He says, uh, helpful tips for doing search in a low-volume niche. That's it. Whole podcast freestyle. Probably make a little bit more sense right, now, right, don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, helpful tips for doing search in a low-volume niche. And so, I think this is great because we come across clients all the time who just don't have much search volume. Right. And so, we need to figure out ways to How handle How you service that. them and give them great results. Exactly. So, Abs- we'll get into that in a minute. Absolutely. If you are in a position to, you have some sort of electronic device, yep. we ask you to tweet now. What should they do? You should tweet us, right? Make sure you use the hashtag SEO Podcast. This is number 366. Tag us in it. At eWeb results at best seo podcast that way we can follow you back do all of our social networking stuff excellent so well, um, the twitter portion of our social network yeah stuff. if you uh have never listened to the podcast before howdy. shame on you oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah howdy my bad smack <laughs> kicking the shins all right treat him gently it's yeah. your first time um if you've listened to this podcast before you know the section that we're going to skip yeah we are skipping that section today because uh the way this works we run a little tiny contest if we get 10 shikos a psycho is an eWeb results branded term for for social engagement it stands for shares likes and follows Psycho. If we get 10 of those mm-hmm. and we get a review, then we skip the section where we tell you how to leave a review for us. We did get 10 and we did get a, re- a review, actually three reviews, so we are in fact going to skip that section. We will, however, tell you how to Shiko us. Mm-hmm. And there's all the platforms. You can find our profiles there. Uh, they start with Facebook.com slash results, YouTube.com slash results, Twitter.com slash results, Instagram.com slash results, uh, LinkedIn.com com slash company slash eWeb results. All of those will take you to our profiles on those platforms and you can shiko us, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we're probably looking for you. Go ahead and call and leave an audio resume, 713-510-7846. If you, sitting out there listening to this, would like a free comprehensive website profit Analysis. Profit analysis. Profit analysis. Then go ahead and get to our website, eWebResults.com. Click the green You don't button. know if you need a profit analysis. Ask you yourself do. these questions. Um, does your site make you money? Yeah. 
Just that one question. Start, start <laughs> yeah. there. Ask that one question. One does. You think it might be possible that your site could make you more, more money. money? Yeah. If you, if it's like maybe, then yeah. fill out that form. Click the green button. Fill out your that form. Your answer isn't yes, and then no. Then yeah, you should be reaching out. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So that uh, we do not have any algorithm cataclysm. No algorithm today. So I'm thinking that we should do. Um, let's do reviews first. Okay. I feel like I feel like a review. I'm happy that I didn't have to put a tattoo on. Uh, the re- first first review is from Daniel Martin, and uh, it is of course five stars. And literally, the start of a review says five stars. Literally, it says five, five stars. stars in high pitched voice <laughs> in, 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 in the parentheses. <laughs> Best info on SEO, WordPress builds, and plugins. Just entered the one to three hundred and sixty five club with marathon. Binge listening. Wow. <laughs> Punch in the face to you. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I did that with Scandal on Netflix. So yeah. That's, that's a, thank you, uh, Daniel. That's awesome. Um, maybe one day I'll be able to take my extensively extensively knowledgeable keyword research expertise and convert it into extensively a... Extensively knowledgeable keyword research expertise. Yes, it was hard for me to read that first time. <laughs> and convert it into high-paying job at eWeb Results. Hey, you well, you may not be a PHP guru, but we still might be looking for you. He's so local? Can, Where is he local? He doesn't say. Um, doesn't say. Uh, let's see. So I'll get to the first page of YouTube results. I'll get you to the first page of YouTube results if you can get me through next week's podcast. Don't be a douche. The green cabbie. Punch in the face to you. Punch in the face. Not entirely sure what it all means. Yeah, yeah. we need slow email. Uh, podcast at eWebResults.com. And we'll uh, we'll we'll hit you back. But punch in the face for giving yeah, us a five star review that says five star in it. That's pretty cool. Next review is five, five stars. stars. It's from Kenneth Calhoun. Punch in the face to him. I had a great conversation with him. And uh, sound like an uh, awesome name. His he sound important. Yep. Yeah. His entire <laughs> review is uh, like he makes decisions for people. <laughs> yeah, his entire review is just the five stars. He's too busy to actually leave a review, so he's oh, he just, just that's it. Just five five stars. stars. That's it. Hey, it's right to the point. <laughs> Our that's, next that's one, Calhoun is right to the point. Yeah, he has no time. <laughs> uh, my next one is uh, first off, punch in the face to Richard Munt Bohm. He's with Brake Caliper Specialist mm, okay. UK. Have been having some great conversations. He's a, a business owner in the UK. He's doing Lean Six Sigma stuff. He's doing really cool okay. stuff yeah, uh, for his business and some of the cool stuff he's doing is listening to our podcast and implementing it and now he's trying to move out of that role a little bit and I'm kind of trying to convince him to move out of that role a little bit and his review was of course five stars it says enjoyable the title is enjoyable show and you learn something and the text is learning and having fun yes Texas I thought I was a I was great at SEO and that there wasn't much you could teach me that I didn't already know if you're like me then listen to this podcast and you'll find lots of knowledge gaps you thought you didn't have mm-hmm. it is all bite-sized stuff I suppose but kind of low-hanging fruit stuff too mm-hmm. so if you have the chance to implement even a small portion of what you can learn on this show then you can benefit from the effects of great SEO really quickly, quickly. he got it like um, we purposely go after the low hanging fruit, the bite-sized nuggets yeah. that you can absorb and walk away with an action item versus hitting you with some whole bunch of advanced stuff that, frankly, you will just need help with. Yep. You know why we go after the low-hanging fruit? Because it tastes the same as the high-hanging fruit. That's it part doesn't of it. require Absolutely. a ladder. Yeah. 
Because the ladder's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. The ladder is actually expensive. Punch in the face to you, Richard. I'm going to talk to him in a couple more weeks. Um, Excited to be talking to him. We just have great, great conversations. The last one went way too long. It was this morning. went way too long um, Like from our schedule perspective and the right amount of time for um, all the brainstorming we did. Uh, you news? Do, yeah, let's do. I'll do news first because yeah. yours is usually more related. So the first news I have is four major firms pull millions of dollars in advertising out of YouTube, and mm-hmm. they well, out of Google, but out of YouTube, yeah. but out of Google. Yeah, uh, yeah, out of Google. So really, what it was is their ads were showing next to videos of extremist mm-hmm. extremist videos, and they're like, uh, we're not really kosher with I this. I saw that, and yeah. I, I was I was I was explaining it to my wife because she was like, oh, I would pull my children. I was like, well, hold on sweetie, understand that the way YouTube's algorithm works and Google, if those videos are showing next to those, that's because whoever's watching them has looked at those. You know what I'm saying? And they're being fed recommended content based off of their previous browsing experience. And so... So you could be an extremist and Jordan lover, and so exactly. maybe you should have Air Jordan ads on, on the next extremist video. Yeah, that's just how it goes. And so what that really means is the people who was complaining might need to check their browser history. <laughs> is yeah. what I was looking at because because frankly those firms who pulled out Verizon, AT and T, they could easily hire someone like us. Even though I'm pretty sure they have somebody on on deck right. managing their paid ads to go check that box that says. Uh, don't display my ads here. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it's that simple. Pulling out budget is a political move and meant to m- prove a point. Right. Because that's not the answer to their problem. Yeah, I think... Um, I In think my on, opinion. Uh, yeah, I think on YouTube, though, because this was specifically out of YouTube, you may not have, like... There isn't an extremist category, right? So you cannot show your videos on whatever, on people interested in construction Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I think that was part of the problem. And then, you know, it's just, it's just another of this, you know, bad news kind of stuff, false news and getting a handle on, okay, we've got to be able to categorize these and make sure some people aren't marketed. Let me ask you this though, AT&T, Verizon and those who pulled out, if said person who was interested in fake news and all of that stuff still needed cable, internet, and phone, would you sell, <laughs> it, to would you sell it to them? Yeah. And my guess is that said extremist, said racist person, whoever it is, all the money green, and you'd probably take And you take the green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, this is interesting. So SoundCloud, that's actually one of the places where we host our podcast. Push in the face of SoundCloud. Secures $70 million line of credit. They weren't actually able to raise $100 million. So they did get $70 million. So good, you'll be able to listen to us on SoundCloud for another week. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably two weeks or something. I don't know. And then um, there's a, one of the notes yeah, was... Why do you need a $100 million line of credit? Well, they're not profitable yet. I know they're right? not. And but they have some massive server farms. Yeah, server farms. You know, think about how much... Got a $100 million hosting package. How much data they're sending. Yeah, I know. Right? I upload yeah. gigs every week yeah. from the radio show. And yeah. so I, I get it. We uploading every week. Yeah. So, and we're just... And it's just two of us. So yeah. I can imagine how many other people... Yeah. It's it's not Google's. What is Google right now? They're at like uh, three hundred hours of content every minute. Yeah, crazy. And then this last one, I just thought it was fun. They wanted to make sure to get the message out there in case you didn't know. The FBI does not call you up and ask you for money. Back to what you were just saying. I, I read this recently. YouTube is at one hundred and fifty-six hours every minute. 
Oh, one fifty six of YouTube of YouTube video New content, content uploaded. Right, every minute. Oh, I th- okay. I had heard a different number, but somewhere between one fifty and three hundred yeah, hours exactly. per minute. Yeah, and it won't take long to get to three hundred. Yeah, yeah. It, if it's not already at three hundred. Yeah. So uh, if the FBI does call you and in any way asks for money, then you should hang up. Yeah. Because it's probably not the, the FBI. FBI. And and if said FBI person has an Indian accent, you should hang up faster. Yeah. All right. That is uh, that is my news. So my news. Uh, we were talking YouTube earlier. Um, you, so YouTube is discontinuing annotations editor. Okay. Because they don't of, work on mobile. Well, I knew that they right. don't work on mobile, and so and once mobile became kind of the primary device of use, uh, annotations began to go down. As of May second, you will no longer be able to add new YouTube annotations to your videos or edit existing annotations. All you'd be allowed to do is delete existing annotations. They plan on letting the ones that's there continue mm-hmm. to run on desktop devices. Until you they won't show on yeah. mobile at all. Right. And so I get, but what they did was, you know, they rolled out this stuff called uh, end screen cards. Right. And so those had a what? But the number said they had a sixty-something percent increase in usage. Right. Meanwhile, the annotations had a seventy percent decline in usage. Right. So stop doing those and focus on these. Yeah. Makes sense. You were talking a hundred mil. Who was that? A uh, hundred mil. What Who tried to get a hundred mil, but they only got seventy. A SoundCloud. SoundCloud. So let's talk about Yext. Yext just filed their IPO. Right. Right. Long-awaited $100 million IPO. Yex has been on a path toward an IPO for quite some time. On this past Monday, the company filed an S-1 form with the SEC seeking to raise $100 million. Good luck, Yex. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that works out. Yeah. We'll see. Very cool. They're, they got great marketing, great, great well, software so this, this, package. The, the key thing is they, they filed their IPO with the phrase, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't about... Management listing. They're going more after searching knowledge. We just lost our... Whoa. Got logged out. So that was the potatoes. uh, Cool stuff about Yext. Now it's time to get into the meat. Want to give a punch in the face to my guy Jeremy and the good folks over at Moz. He posted this article. Helpful tips for doing search in a low volume niche. Right? How many guys are in businesses or in industries where there's just... Not much search volume, right? A whole bunch of competition when you search is a billion results, but not many people actually searching, right? This article is for you guys. Did he give some examples of like industries where that where that specifically well, applies? Well, he didn't, but what he did say is typically found in most. I'm gonna get the number. Okay. There you go. <laughs> he says he did say it's typically found in most uh, B two B businesses. Most B two C they tend to have plenty of search volume, but most B two B stuff. Search can volume. struggle. Can yep. struggle. Exactly. Absolutely. So, um, matter of fact, he starts off by saying, um, "But what about those who work in low search volume niches, <clears throat> typically seen in B two B, or with companies pioneering a new product or service that no one really knows about yet? So they obviously can't be searching for it." Yep. He said, "This post is for you, that digital marketer who toils the struggles to drive search visibility where there is hardly any." He's absolutely right, man. We yeah. come across these issues. Frequently, I got one right now, and we'll see if we can apply it to the rest. So okay. I've got a client, a, a prospect, who called us. He actually seals decks right now. So probably good search seals volume. Seals wood decks. Wood decks, okay. right? So probably good search volume for that. But he doesn't like doing it, doesn't want to do it, and he wants to do something in his niche he's defined for himself is stairwell refurbishment. 
So you got your staircase or stairwell and it's got wrought iron and you want wood or it's got wood and you got wrought iron. iron and you, you know, it's you one tile or whatever it is, whatever it is. And so I, I don't know. I didn't even do search volume. I think he's already done search volume. He's like, there's no search volume. This there's is a total education. For, yeah. Unfortunately, he's looking for the same person who wants to redo their floors. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's looking for. So, okay. So, so he's going to educate the audience about, hey, mm -hmm. you could get your, you don't have to redo your whole floors or everything. Why don't you just redo your staircase? Because often that's a centerpiece of that. Anyway, so. Interesting. Interesting concept. So, but yeah, and then the challenge is without search volume, how do you still get those results, right? Yeah. So that's what Jeremy was trying to address in this article. He had a few tips. There's actually three of them. His first one is SEO. Right. Right. We're talking about sites that why would SEO be a tip when we're talking about a situation where there's low search volume? That's because he understands and we understand. I'm hoping you guys understand that SEO is necessary regardless of how what type of search volume you have. When and if people do search, need to be found. Absolutely. And, and that's just what it is. And so he goes on to say, in order to reach greater heights via SEO, you need to make sure the foundation of your building is in order. And what I mean by foundation is the technical structure of your site. So he's kind of comparing the site to a building. And he's absolutely right. Before you can really start doing SEO, right? Like, like, like building this building and getting your walls up and doing the framing and putting your roof on and all of that kind of stuff. You need to make sure that your foundation is good, that your foundation is the right thickness that it has this level that your plumbing is already set up that kind of foundational level of work is what he's referring to in regards to those industries that have low searches he says you need to do that he says is your link profile clean uh, does your site have a strong internal linking he says does the site appear trustworthy and informative uh, and he's absolutely right like these are things that you need to have in place on your site right the right linking profile you got all your 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 consistent nap information you're cross-linking your main pages to your blog to the related blog posts with uh with keyword text and 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 kind of non-keyword text a good combination of both are you doing all of those things he says targeting some transactional queries right still talking seo in regards to those queries he says since it's low search you really need to go after searches that have a higher likelihood of becoming a transaction Transaction. He says, so go after those transactional queries. He says, establish which queries are most vital to the organization, right? So which ones generate the most traffic? Which ones uh, lead to the most conversions? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Which ones help explain which ones guide people down the next path they need to be taken. Those are the, the types of queries and keywords that you really you want to be optimizing for. He also says target your, your higher funnel queries. Right. So some of those are transactional. Mm. But then he says since it's low search volume, target the ones that's not that related, but semi related because right. they have a lot more search volume and they get people into your funnel. Right. The challenge with those is that um, it's just difficult to out, to rank for them yeah, yeah. well even, oh, it's yeah. going to be difficult to even get to the per page one so you can experience a conversion rate right, right. but you just that's the type of content you need to have there his second tip number two in regards to helpful tips for doing search in a low volume niche environment of uh, number one was make sure you're doing seo um, number two is make sure you're doing paid search Right, because at the end of the day, there's low search volume, and if you haven't completed your SEO yet, then you probably couldn't be found even if they did search for you. And so, you complement that with paid search. He goes on to say, using paid search for Google or Bing AdWords in conjunction with an organization's SEO efforts will assist the company's bottom line. 
He's absolutely right. But dig this. The main tip is bid, your, bid on your money keywords, right? Because since, since there's low search volume, since there's not many people looking, you need to be putting your budget in the places that's going to generate the best possible result. Absolutely. And that's your money phrases. I'll say this. Use PPC to support your messaging, right? So maybe, maybe you do rank, right? But maybe um, you're ranking and your description or for whatever reason, banister, you don't want to change it. Right? So, hey, Bannister, gotcha. redo your staircase, improve your home, look and feel, and mm-hmm. maybe you don't have that. Maybe there's a Google's actually driving your uh, the description that's ending up in the SERP, so you can actually control that. Yeah. Exactly. Or maybe in a case where we've been kind of debating internally a lot about kind uh, of doing paid ads when doing uh, when you already rank well, in the case of Stair Guy, right. Right, maybe he ranks for, for flooring. Right. Or some hardwood flooring or something like that organically. Then I'd probably do a paid ad that said only do your stairs or or something like that. So we could control the messaging. They could see duplicate listings, kind of increase our strength, increase our credibility. And we can control what they actually see and believe. Yeah. But the point is, take advantage of pay-per-click when you're in those situations that have low search volume because you just that's another opportunity for you to be available. He says, matter of fact, while you're taking not only bid on your money keywords, but take advantage of the RLSA. That's your remarketing list for search ads. So anybody who's hit your website, uh, make sure you have your remarketing set up is what he's saying. And I'm going to see didn't say that here, but I'm going to say it. Make sure you do that on on Google and Facebook. Like take advantage of remarketing and retargeting in both locations because, um, when there's low search volume, you need to put your website in a position to be in front of those same people who may not be searching, but still may be relevant to what you offer. Absolutely. Last one. Number three. Number three. We're talking about helpful tips for doing search in a low volume niche. Um, his, his first one was SEO. Second one was do PPC. His third one is CRO. Stands for Conversion Rate Optimization. We kind of coined it as CVO. Chief Results Officer. Yeah. <laughs> Conversion rate officer, chief results officer. I would, we call it CVO, right. right? Search engine visitor optimization. Right. Same concept, and the concept is basically once that visitor gets there, what do they do make after sure that? Make sure you do something. And how do you make them do that? He goes on to say it's not uncommon for organizations operating in a low search volume niche to have a fairly long sales cycle. The end game of what we're trying to accomplish here is drive people from an informational mindset to a transactional mindset. He brought up a point that I hadn't thought of that is truly, truly accurate. Usually in cases where there is low search volume, it's because it's a very lengthy process that you're dealing with. And so if you're in that situation, then you need to, in regards to your conversion rate, first thing is to understand that you're probably not going to get a one-visit conversion. Right. It's just just not going to happen. And so if you understand that your people need to be educated first, then you create your process on your site. You create your funnel to complement that, that guides them down that process. Maybe instead of a contact, they get a free white paper that begins to educate them. That leads them to a newsletter that they may receive three or four times before they finally get a phone call where you can kind of go in for the close. Yeah, or whatever, whatever your sales funnel looks like, make sure that that's, that's, that's deeply embedded in your site for the sake of conversions. Right. Because if your site doesn't complement the sales process and the sales funnel, then when people do convert, they won't, you won't know how to handle them. They won't understand where they're at and they won't get the best value. Well, how do you do that? I added this on here. Uh, and, and I said this because we talk about it frequently. 
do your call to actions, yeah. <laughs> your credibility builders, your USPs, all of those things, all of these elements you have on your site should in some shape, form or fashion, speak to your sales process and then guide people through your sales process from your site. Right. So that way, whenever they convert, whether it was a newsletter subscription or white paper download or contact form submission or whatever it was, at least you understand where they're at and what the next step for them is. Take advantage of understanding what your sales process is. And lastly, test and measure. When you're talking about conversion rate optimization, you want to make sure that you're testing and measuring constantly. Like you got to be willing to tweak and make adjustments whenever it's necessary. And you can only do that if you're testing and measuring, if you're looking at the conversion, if you're looking at clicks, and if you're seeing what's working and what's not working. Good rule of thumb is every 30 views. Yeah. If you get people to that page 30 times and they don't take the action you want, make an you adjustment. You probably need to make an adjustment. A yeah. button color, an ad text change, an image change, maybe a button placement change. So he's right. And if you want to couple that, I would say with some additional data, like some heat maps or some click maps and things like that. So when you do make a change, it's not random. It actually has some logic supporting it. Absolutely. I'll close out with this. This is his last thing. He says, um, he says, when an organization cannot bank on large enough search volume in its particular niche to provide a necessary runway for growth, it needs to think creatively about how to best harmonize organic and paid search channels. He's right. And we said it. We said it before. We said it again. Um, if your search volume is low. Like and you know your search volume is low, uh, then be prepared to invest some resources in other areas. You're gonna have to find that traffic yes. from some other places. Yeah, paid search is a great place. Well, you Social media traffic is the reality. Well, the reality. That's why traffic. his third one was co- conversions yeah. because it's about taking advantage of the little traffic well, you do well, get. And, and when I say convert traffic, I mean conversion. Obviously, right? That that makes perfect sense. I'm talking about you've got to be marketing in places where your target audience is. Oh, convert them from where they're at to a site visit. Right. So in the Bannister case, they're looking at how do I do it myself floor. And then you got to add there saying, you know, don't do redo your house. Just redo your Bannister. Right. And so, boom, you're Mm. getting them converted into. So you got to educate them. That's that's the challenge with this typically. And then also, I I think on these lower search volumes, just be willing to. You know, it's going to be a longer sales cycle. It's probably you are probably already know it's a longer Mm -hmm. sales cycle. So maybe you need a softer initial capture, softer lead capture, a tripwire. Come up with the with the free download. Come up with the with a a store visit. Come up with the you know something that's not as aggressive and intimidating to commit to up front. Exactly, it's a longer sales process. Maybe it's just committing to the next meeting, even you know. But you need a softer lead capture for sure. So punch in the face to you. Uh, Jeremy, great article, man. Helpful tips for doing search in a low-volume niche. Uh, Great article. We'll get this posted. Really good stuff. All right, do we have any what news? Uh, (laughs) I feel like there's enough stuff that's gone on. but Yeah, probably I thought to do something political, but we'll let that pass. (laughs) All right. So uh, if you like this podcast, we're going to ask you to do one three thing that's oh. three tasks right so three things and that is to share this podcast with three people just share it with business owners share it with uh, people, people who, who are benefit in the from the same yeah. type of content your circle of people who you know um, who could benefit from learning about you know what to do in the low search volume type industry uh, 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 yeah share the podcast with them tag us in it tag them in it on Facebook Twitter or your favorite platform absolutely and if you're looking Appreciate to grow it. 
If you are looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. We have a program that is called Instant Leads. Lead, 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 leads. Guaranteed. T, 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 T. This is a, a, where we focus on pay-per-click traffic that's uh, PPC, landing, PPC, yeah. right? Landing on a highly optimized landing page so that it converts. Because literally, if the ad talked about something and it Bannisters. landed on a page that talked about something like that, <laughs> and banisters could even be more specific, like you know, thirty percent off on yeah. your banister redesign or whatever. And it lands, and they click it, then they're interested in a thirty percent off banister, and then they land on a page that says that you really should have. I mean, typical PPC rates uh, conversions are you know low two percent, three percent, yeah, somewhere between two and ten. Is, is where your target is. We can get better than that because yeah. of the targeting ads. So um, reach out for that for, to us for that, 713-592-6724, uh, or just go to our website and fill out that form. Uh, if you're networking in Houston, if you're a business that is in Houston, you should be networking in Houston, go to upsocialnetwork.com. I'll keep that nice and short this time. Uh, please remember we are fi- filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. If you want a video, transcript, or audio of this podcast, just go to our website, ewebresults.com. David is doing a phenomenal job of yeah. making sure all the content's out there in the right content, spot. Content, tips, transcriptions, audio, video, all of the above is all there. And uh, and uh, we just want to thank you guys. You guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast uh, on iTunes in the known universe. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yes. Until the next podcast, my name's Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow Tamely, gamely, headed my way Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl Pining, shining, needing some play Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so She's gonna set me free In my daydream She's my fantasy If I find her I'll die happily Balance check, balance check 366 Uh. Yo, SEO Podcast 366 Thank you for tuning in You don't want to miss Yeah, we got tips, low volume, niche Chuck and Chris and it's time for us to get lit Let's go SEO Podcast 366 Subscribe and follow